Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi, welcome back to Sleep Cues. I'm your host, Erin Yunker. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I consider really high on my list of sleep must-haves for babies and for toddlers, and that's a sleep bag. So you will hear a sleep bag referred to also as a sleep sack or a wearable blanket, but it really is literally that, a wearable blanket, a blanket that your baby wears so that it can't go up over his head and he can't slip down inside of it. When it was discovered that blankets really could cause a suffocation hazard if in your child's crib, there was this big push then towards wearable blankets or sleep bags because we need a way to keep your baby warm and cozy during the night, but we want to avoid that suffocation hazard. So with a wearable blanket, your baby is inside of this little bag and now we're not having the risk of your child slipping down inside of it or going up over their head and having that suffocation hazard. So we really want to look at fit, number one, when we're talking about sleep bags because we want to look at safety. When it comes to fit, there's a few things you want to consider. First of all, look at the size of the sleep bag. So on the tag, you're usually going to find something like zero to six months or six to 12 months, maybe 18 to 36 months. So you want to say, okay, this is my child's age. This is probably a good starting point for the right size of sleep bag. But as you know, every baby's different. So we really also want to be taking into account your individual baby and trying the sleep sack on them and making sure that it does really fit them properly in the neck hole and in the armholes. That's really the most important part because again, we don't want it to be too tight in those areas and we also don't want it to be so loose that your child could slip down inside of it. So for safety, really look at those areas in particular for fit. The other thing that parents often ask me when it comes to the sleep bag is, it seems really long. Is that normal? Is it supposed to be long? It seems like there's a lot of room at the end of my child's sleep bag. Remember, even as adults, our blankets on our beds don't generally tuck right up under our toes. We have some room. And it's fine for babies to have that too in their sleep bags. Again, up top, that's where it's really important that we have the right fit. Down below, we want your child to have some room to wiggle his toes and kick his legs around, so it's fine if the sleep bag seems kind of long, as long as it fits really properly up top so there's no safety issue. Some parents will be worried that when their child starts wearing a sleep bag and they can crawl or stand, it will inhibit them from being able to crawl or stand in their crib. That has not been my experience. All of my clients use sleep bags with their little ones. Tons of parents are using sleep bags now. My own little girl wore a sleep bag until she was about three and a half in her crib and she could walk around no problem in her crib in that sleep bag when she woke up from her nap or she was waiting for us to run in there in the morning and grab her out of the crib. So definitely not an issue for it to be nice and long and roomy so that they do have the ability to move around well in their sleep bag. The next thing we want to look at is something called TOG. You will find the TOG also usually on the tag of your child's sleep bag. And TOG is really a measurement of thermal regulation. So it is the thickness, really, a measurement of thickness of your child's sleep bag to determine how warm or cool it's going to keep your baby. You will see a TOG as low as 0.5, which would be a very light sleep bag, almost like a light sheet that would be meant more for warmer houses or warmer nurseries or summer months when it's harder to regulate the temperature in your home. 
you will see sleep bags as high as 2.5 TOG. And that might be for a family that keeps their home quite cool or lives in a very cool climate where again, it's hard to keep it really warm in your baby's nursery. So we might be using like a 2.5 TOG for those chillier environments. So you really want to look at the TOG and determine what you're going to dress your baby in underneath of that sleep bag based on your individual home, your baby's individual room, and determining that they're not going to be too hot or cold based on the tog of that sleep bag and what you're dressing them in underneath. So let's talk about why we use a sleep bag. Why is it so high on my list of sleep must-haves? There are a few reasons. One, it keeps your baby cozy, plain and simple. You know, aside from it being safer than blankets, it's also better than blankets at keeping your baby cozy because a baby can kick off a blanket in one second flat, but a baby doesn't know how to then pull the blanket back on or isn't even physically capable of pulling that blanket back on themselves when they're chilly. With a sleep bag, they can't kick it off. So it does keep them much warmer and cozier. So I really love it for that reason because then you're not staring at the monitor in the middle of the night wondering, hmm, I wonder if she's chilly. You know that she's nice and cozy in her sleep bag. Next, sleep bags are a really good sleep cue. Sleep bags cue to your child that sleep time is coming up. I recommend that a child wear a sleep bag for every nap and every nighttime sleep, not just for one or the other. I also recommend they wear it all year long. That's why it's great to know that there are lower togs like 0.5 and bigger togs like 2.5 so that you can have a sleep bag being used even in the summer months. You just use a lighter one and less clothing underneath and in the winter months where you use a heavier one and maybe more clothing underneath. Again, based on your child's individual room environment. But I wouldn't forego the sleep bag. I would use it for every nap and every nighttime sleep. When the sleep bag goes on for every sleep, your child really starts to understand, oh, okay, this thing's going on me right now. This always means that sleep time is coming up soon. I guess that's what's happening shortly. Again, as we've discussed, I'm such a big proponent of helping your child understand what is coming up next. We want your child to know when sleep time is coming and we can't just say to a six month old, hey kiddo, sleep time's now because she won't understand those words. But what she will understand is, this sleep bag is on, my nap always happens after that, so nap time or my big long sleep for the night must be coming up very soon. And then your child can sort of prepare for that. Children love to know what's coming up next. They like predictability. So the sleep bag can really help be that great sleep cue for them. Sleep bags can also prevent early crib climbing. So that's sort of a bonus feature of a sleep bag. I have seen children as young as around 18 months think about climbing out of their crib. The issue is that at 18 months, they're still usually a great size for their crib. Your child hasn't outgrown their crib, but they might be a little bit of a Houdini or a gymnast and think about hiking a leg up over the rail and trying to climb out. The challenge with this at this age is that an 18-month-old doesn't really have any reasoning skills. So transitioning from a crib to a bed at that age can be very difficult because it's very hard to reason with an 18-month-old to get back in their big kid bed when they're popping out of it multiple times at night or refusing to nap because they just want to run out of bed into the hallway and play with mom or dad. So keeping your child in a crib a little longer than that can be very helpful towards that crib to bed transition 
and wearing a sleep sack can keep your child in their crib safely longer because they can't hike their leg up over the side and try to climb out at a very young age. So that's sort of a bonus element of a sleep bag that I really love. It can be a great idea to send your child's sleep bag to daycare if they're still sleeping in a crib or a travel crib at daycare. It's always a great idea to pack your child's sleep bag when they are visiting grandma's house or you're going on a vacation. Never forget that sleep bag if that's what your child is used to wearing at home. Again, it's such a good sleep cue that at home it'll be great, but especially when you're away, it's going to cue to your child that even though you're in a different environment, it's still time for sleep and that's what this handy little bag means. So really always remember that when you're traveling because much like other elements of your child's sleep, that's such a good cue to them that that's what's about to happen. There are a few different brands of sleep bags that I love. You can check out the must-have section at thehappysleepcompany.com for some more information on those. I really love a brand called Kite Baby. I love another brand called Lulu Lollipop. Both have really beautiful butter soft sleep bags in multiple beautiful patterns and sizes. And the Grow Company can be a really great option for toddler sleep bags because they zip up the middle. So here's another little tip about toddlers and sleep bags. Some toddlers can figure out how to get them off because they just grab the zipper, pull it, and take it off. The Grow Company makes most of their sleep bags with a zipper up the middle so that if you happen to turn it on backwards, your child can't get it off. And that can again be very helpful for a toddler who is trying to take their sleep bag off and climb out of their crib or take their sleep bag off and then take off their pajamas and their diaper. I have seen poop casos as one mom once called them to me where her child took off his sleep bag, took off his pajamas, took off his diaper and smeared poop all over the wall behind his crib. So with putting the sleep bag on backwards, if your child has gotten to the age where they're really testing some boundaries and doing things like removing their diaper, not being able to remove the sleep sack and therefore not being able to remove the diaper can be very helpful. So those are some good brands to keep in mind from the newborn stage up to when your toddler is a little older for having some really good quality sleep bags. Some parents will express to me that their child doesn't seem to like wearing a sleep bag. They resist the sleep bag. For babies, that might be because you're trying to make a new transition into the crib. If your baby has only ever slept in a bassinet, if you had previously been in a co-sleeping situation and now you're transitioning to a crib and you're also trying to transition to a sleep bag as part of that, that big transition might be the reason that your child seems to be resisting the sleep bag because it's not really about the bag, but it's more about the whole transition and your child protesting that change. I do recommend that you kind of persevere and continue to use the sleep bag as part of your sleep routine with your little one when you're making a transition like that, because generally it will become a very happily accepted part of your child's sleep routine once they get used to everything about that new routine, including the new sleep space, if that's a new sleep space that you've just put your child in. For toddlers who might now be resisting their sleep bag, that's usually about being a toddler because toddlers are going to resist just about every word that comes out of your mouth as a parent. It's their job and that's okay. But again, at the toddler stage, the sleep bag can be really helpful not just for crib climbing, not just for avoiding removing pajamas and diapers, but also to signal to your child that everything's still the same. We love you. We're here for you. You're going through a bit of a regression. A lot of stuff is happening with you as a toddler at this point, 
but the important stuff really hasn't changed. And we want to help you understand that it's still sleep time and all of the regular elements of that are still here and protesting all the elements of that isn't going to change the fact that it is still time to go to sleep and that healthy sleep is still very important. So I would still try to really work on using that sleep bag in the toddler stage because we really want to help your child understand that sleep cue and that sleep time is still arriving despite the fact that there's some more protest around it than maybe there used to be during that toddler sleep regression that can happen anytime after about 18 months. With a toddler, you might even consider going out and letting them choose a new sleep bag. Maybe they will find one that they really love the color of or they love dinosaurs and you can find one with a dinosaur pattern. Again, brands like Kite Baby and Lulu Lollipop have just the most beautiful and diverse patterns and color palettes for their sleep bags. So those are some great places to get started with looking at those. And the Grow Company as well has some of those really lovely patterns and colors that really might jump out to your child as they're entering that age of wanting a lot of control and independence. So you can offer them that choice so that even though, yes, we are wearing the sleep bag and that's not really optional, the sleep bag that you do wear is optional and is a choice that we can give you because choices are so incredibly important at that stage. So that is the scoop on sleep bags. I love them. They're great sleep cues. They keep your baby or toddler cozy. They are a wonderful tool for creating consistent healthy sleep habits for your baby. Strongly encourage you to use a sleep bag. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.